Hey friends, Amanda here. Before we get started, I want to share with you something that our podcast sponsor, Food for the Hungry, has set up for you, our She Reads Truth community, to encourage you for Advent. You can get daily Advent scriptures texted straight to your phone every day for free. Simply text FOOD to 484848 to sign up. Okay, let's get to the show. Merry Christmas and welcome to the She Reads Truth podcast, where we open our Bibles and talk about the beauty, goodness, and truth we find there. I'm your host, Amanda Bible Williams. And I'm your other host, Rachel Myers. And it is not quite December, but it is Advent. Woohoo! So I, I just went ahead and went with the Merry Christmas. I hope that's fine, everybody. I'm I'm good with it. Okay, good. Hey guys, this Advent series is so special, so fun, just the right amount of different because Advent feels just the right amount of different. It's festive, it's fun. Our guest today to kick off the Advent series is the one and only Dave Barnes, our friend um, here in Nashville. He is a musician and also hilarious on Instagram. Um, <laughs> he also has a podcast. It's part of his resume. Pod- hilarious on Instagram. A couple of podcasts of his own, Dadville mm-hmm. and Hot Take, Dave's Five Hot Takes, I yeah. think. Um, y'all, Dave is so fun. He is going to sing twice. He's going to sing two songs that he wrote for us on this episode. And we're going to open scripture together. And, and it's so cool because Dave is a he. And we're going to get to talk to him about that, too. Also, if you want to watch this episode, if you want to watch Dave sing, go to our YouTube channel, shereadstruth.com slash watch, and you can get that bonus content. So guys, this is going to be a great episode. Let's get right to it. Dave, you are a... I was going to say, here's the thing. I was going to say, Dave, you're a he, but Amanda said that you would make a joke that was inappropriate <laughs> to start off. I'm not that. an appropriate joke guy, am Never. I? You are a he who reads truth. Yes. With us and yes. have been for kind of a while. Wow, yeah. And ha- so have you done Advents with us? Because it's yes. Do you do every plan? I've done most of them. This is How not a really? trick question. No, no, I've, no, I've done okay. a copious amount. Okay. So my question to you about Advent is... Like, I feel like we all like came to adulthood with different experiences about Christmas, but also Advent. Yeah. Was Advent something that you did as a kid or is that like kind of new to you as an adult? No, uh, spiritually, not so much. I think, you know, just the nature of the season, you kind of Advent in some iteration. Sure. If that's like, sure. as a kid, you're waiting for the presents, you know, uh, as you get older, it As changes. an adult, you're waiting well, for I'll... Jesus. It's different. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Jesus is the great president. Amen. Yeah. Thank you. Um, no, I, I didn't really, you know, I, I, in, in real talk, like absolute real talk, I think y'all's books helped me better think about, I just never thought about Advent very articulately. I thought, yeah. you know, I didn't, I, I, it, one of my favorite things about doing the Advent, I'm, I'm plugging y'all so well, but I really mean this. Thanks so one much. of my keep favorite going, things about the going. books is it gives me a context and a plan to do it because I, it is one of, I think of, the spiritual things that I don't do well, which are a lot, but one of them is <laughs> especially Advent. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Let's dig into Fasting. That. <laughs> um, I do fast every night, by the way. That's um, good. And then you break your fast. Mm-hmm, maybe. But, you know, it, Advent to me has become more and more profound the older I get. Yeah. Like, I feel like if there's one thing in December I'm always trying to do, it is slow down yeah. to be present to take in what the season is. Yeah. And I think the books have really helped because it gives me – because if it's left to myself, I'm going to bounce around. And I think it's been so helpful to kind of go, no, like, this is what we're thinking about today. And then Christmas is really what I think it's supposed to be. It's yeah. a weighted yeah. on celebration 
as opposed to sort of like you just kind of wake up the 25th and you're like, good gracious, we're already here. What yeah. are we going to do? And did we even remember to open yes. the Bible Oops. this yes. morning before presents? Oh, uh, my gosh. Right. Yeah. Remind me what Christmas is about. I actually re- love hearing that because that's one of our goals for yeah. not just for at the Advent season, but for, for She Reads Truth and He Reads yeah. Truth is that so that you can have kind of a guide, (laughs) you know, that like, I want to read God's word, but we don't always have a plan for that. And that that's okay because we'll plan and you just show up and you just, and you just read with us. And so for Advent, um, I love, so it's a surprise then for you every year. What, what are we going to (laughs) read? Well, in, 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 which I love. Yeah. Cause it adds a sense of like, okay, let's see sort of where the first gift that you unwrap Every Advent is the reading plan. That's We're right. here for you. It really, it truthfully, it's so it's helpful. Your good I think it's it's and it's just something that I don't know. To your point, I think that's a great question. Like, I just did that was not in my periphery, even into my twenties and thirties. Yeah. Decided yeah. like, and now granted, church, you know, where we go to church would try to sort of sure. Hey, be thinking about this, but I just don't. It's not a. Th- it's just not a light. The some purple candles. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's mm-hmm. just not a thing. So I think it's it's it really does. I, I, that is something that's become such a fun discipline for me. One, I write a lot of Christmas songs during Christmas season just to have them, and then oh, nice. another discipline is is that is to really try to slowly take in every day and prepare for Christmas Day so that it doesn't just feel like it explodes out of nowhere. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and then it's gone just as yeah. quick. You know, that's the the thing about Advent, of course, is kind of helping us like not let December get away from us. Yeah, in twenty twenty. Yeah. We have we face different challenges. Yeah, like it's not like well, I'm being at, I'm going to be at this party than this one. Like we're not our yeah. schedule might look super duper different. Yeah. What do you think will be the thing that you have to battle against um, in order to like? What is your challenge to make you slow down and read God's word in 2020? Um, this year's been so funny. It feels like an accordion. You know, it's like it was like fast and it's slow. Yeah. And it was sort of fast and it's slow. So I think for me, um, you know, I think that I would imagine what a lot of people with that, what change will come in January of next year is probably on a lot of people's minds. Yeah. Uh, two, and then just the, the base of life or is there going to be another quarantine? Is there going to be another shutdown? You know, mm-hmm. even today, like Annie, my wife and I talked about that last night and our kids overheard us talking about it. And our oldest Ben was like, wait, there's a chance we may be in lockdown again. And so even at that age, at eight yeah. years old, you know, so so I think there's just a little extra smidge of things this year that sort of an extra smidge of things is such a generous <laughs> way to put it. just a dash of uncertainty, <laughs> just a little you know light dusting. Yeah, it's yeah. fine. Uh, it's so fine. I think those things and, and not December to me always feels like it goes up about ten gears. But yeah. you know, to, mm-hmm. to your question, I don't know if it'll be like that this year. It I may know. be just this really nice chill, um, you know, with other than the people that are kind of in your world, you're, yeah. you're not gonna. So, right. so, you know, it may be a very different December as far as that goes. It may be kind of the December that we all wish that we had. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's going to be interesting. And I, what we know to be true and what we're going we're to talk about yeah. <laughs> is that um, the, the focus of Christmas is still the same or should be, right? Mm-hmm. That it's Jesus Christ is born. That's the name of our reading plan this year. And that, um, that he's the same. Mm-hmm. He's the same on the busy years as he is on the you know, lonely years. And, um, and that's what we're going to, that's what we're going to do. And that's what we're going to focus on. And I hope that in whatever way it's different, like for so far, if, if it's, you know, your home just with your immediate family or, you know, roommates, or if you're, even if you're alone, that it's a time 
that I, I just I trust that God is faithful to to meet us yeah. and and that it, whatever way it changes that that will be something that would just prick our attention and say like mm-hmm. wait yeah. what are we doing here whether you know whoever whoever that is um, yeah whoever we're with but don't, and, and I, to me that's such a profound point which is such a simple oh, thank point you. but but truthfully Amanda. like Ding. You know, the <laughs> fact that God is always the same, like, I yeah. can't hear that enough. Yeah. Because I, right? I tend to think that he changes like life does. Mm-hmm. Yes. And like I do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I think it's so yeah. helpful in seasons, to your point, just to just yeah. to remember, like, as crazy as this is. Yes. That's, there's your steady. Yeah. You know, right. there's your North Star. We've gotten into a habit on Monday mornings for staff meeting. Um, we'll read, you know, scripture with the community and we'll pray for each other. And the habit that we've gotten into, that was already a habit we had. Um, but the habit lately that we've gotten into is usually near the end of staff meeting, I'll say, hey, there are a lot of things that are going to happen this week that we cannot predict. Mm-hmm. Like be it like work crisis, printing crisis, mm-hmm. um, life, personal crisis. Like there are like, which sounds so ominous, like, mm-hmm. but like there's some weird stuff waiting mm-hmm. for us the rest of this week. Um, at the end of this week, God is going to be the same. Mm. And he knows all the weird stuff that's mm. going to happen. Like he yeah. hems <laughs> us in, he hems that stuff in. And there's just this like inhale, exhale of all of us kind of looking at each other going like, who knows mm. what this week holds? Um, we actually do. We know yeah. what this week holds. Yeah. Like we know, or at least, and this is such a turning phrase, but like we know who holds this week. I knew yeah. it. I <laughs> knew you were going to do it. it. But, yeah. and that's kind of the way this year has been. It's like, you're talking about January. Well, are we, we're kind of, I feel like I don't know how to feel. I want it to be totally different, but then also not too different. Yeah. You know, like it's like, what do I even wish for? And we keep thinking, we keep saying like 2020, 2020, as if everything's going to magically, and I, I don't mean we, the three yesterday. of us, but just we as culture, we're like 2020 is the worst. Obviously everything will be better. Right. But, but at the, the truth the is year. January 1st is going to get here and it, every, there's not, it's not a magic wand, yeah. you know, and and so we're going to have to continue in this uncertainty and it's yeah. going to be slow. The accordion yeah. is slow. Yeah. And so, yeah. yeah, but, um, but that's just a happy note that week. I feel like we should make Dave sing so we can get back on track here. <laughs> Dave, we noticed you brought your guitar. I did. I bring it everywhere. What was happening is that Dave was mowing the lawn mm-hmm. in the I front was, yard. Uh, I was having oddly, my back. Wait, had a guitar with him. I was singing. Wait, he was mowing your lawn. Yeah. It's Nashville. We're at your house. Yeah. Weird thing. Community. I, if gigs have slowed down, yeah. I'll just sort of throw my guitar in the car <laughs> yeah. and I'll just start ranting. I'll just start mowing lawns yeah. with it on and singing loudly. Yeah. So we so, called him in. Yeah. And here we are. <laughs> yeah. And here we are. <laughs> Change real quick. <laughs> and here we are. That's so nice. Yeah. Thanks for mowing half my lawn. We yeah. It's, it I won't finish it, by the way. Because uh, cool, once cool, I cool. get the gig, I move on. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I mean, that's yeah. fair. So I said a moment ago that our reading plan, we mentioned a minute ago, it is Jesus Christ is born. Comes from Go Tell It on the Mountain. The hymn, Go Tell on the Mountain, which we love and which, Dave, you're doing a version of soon. We wanted Dave to sing Go Tell It on the Mountain, but he was like, trust me. Yeah, the version I'm doing is like funky, fun, funky time. I want funky fun. And I was like, I just feel like it's going to be this moment where y'all are like, and here is Go Tell It on the Mountain. And it's like, and y'all like... (laughs) <laughs> what have we done? Oh, what have we done? Oh no, we ruined yeah. it. So, but it's coming out, and but, when it does come out, we'll yeah, share yeah. it with our Please friends. Do. Yeah, and they could be the judge. And they of can be the judge. Feel mm, fun and funky. Pass. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Um, but <laughs> so, but the song you are going to sing for us yeah. is called "When Love Was Born," mm-hmm. right? Um, which I've heard. I just I'm sure a fan. I get the verbs right. Yes, it's a beautiful song, and we our eyes kind of lit up when we realized, like, oh, he can sing "When Love Was Born," and our reading plan is called "Jesus Christ Is Born." Yeah. Um, but that was before, so that was just titles, like feeling like, yeah, oh, yeah. those are related. But then, um, listening to the song which we're about to do together, I, it, you t- it talks about like everything's changed. Yeah. And that's what this reading plan is. It's like what it, we're going to walk through every day. Um, so surprise, this is what you're going to be doing, Dave. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. You and Annie with the reading plan. We're going to walk through daily why Jesus was born. Mm-hmm. And so it's Jesus Christ was born to be the light of the world, to bless the nations, to be the Lamb of God, to show, to bring us peace, to show God's love, mm-hmm. like all of these reasons. And it's often the case, it's always the case, mm-hmm. that the Lord knows what we as a community um, of believers around the world who read with He and She Reads Truth, He knows what we need Mm-hmm. Before we know yeah. <laughs> and before we need it, and um, and so this reading plan is just right. But we started talking about this almost a year ago. Yeah. Um, but I need that. It's like what we were just saying. Like I need to remember that he's the same, and I need to remember what is always true mm. about him. Yeah. Um. So that's what we're gonna do. I'm this so year. excited about the lyrics to this song, and I'm trying to be cool, and Could I'll talk about them? it after. Well, there's this. There's the. I don't want to say the lyrics in advance because okay, okay, I okay. feel like I'm like stealing. Da- Look at him. Reveal. He's sneering. It's a reveal. Yeah. <laughs> Let him be the guy. He wrote the song. Yep. Um. But I'm really excited. You Go. know, it's, I'll tell you quickly. We we were, mm-hmm. me and a buddy of mine, John Knight, wrote this song, and um, we were both dads. I was a new dad. He had been a dad for a while, but um, and we just thought it was such an interesting thing to think about Joseph's perspective because mm-hmm. so yeah. little I feel like is really talked about with him in the Christmas season. I think both being dads was just fun to think about what would that be like? And so the whole song is sort of this perspective, you know, of, of Joseph and how he would have felt and where he was and all that stuff. But yeah, because um, he's silent. Yeah. He relative, is. Yeah. Like in Not of, relatively. He's never he quoted no a saying. He has no lines in the Bible. Yeah. Is that crazy? It'd be hard to be Jesus' dad though. You know what I mean? Yeah. Okay. You know. Mm, okay. Uh, <laughs> You know what I was going to say? You know what I'm you saying? You think now? you know everything? Anyway, broccoli. No, you did. Um, but so this is uh, this is called when love is born. Was Bethlehem as white as snow? Had you walked as far as your feet? Scared to death so far from home On that winter night love was born Did Mary cry in that makeshift room? Did it take too long or come too soon? Come the one who would calm a storm Or did he calm you when love was born? Was it a silent night? Could you hear 
So good job. Okay, so the, you. so many lyrics I love, but did yeah. you calm the one that calmed the storm? Mm. And then, or what was what's right after that? Oh, uh, uh, or, or did he calm you? Yeah, yeah. Or did he calm you? Yeah, yeah. You know, listening to it, it's not the first time I've heard that song, but listening to it this time as you were singing it, the thing that strikes me is that it's worshipful, mm. and and I think. The, re- the, the reason in, in this listen that it struck me that way is that it feels very honoring mm-hmm. of Jesus mm-hmm. to acknowledge his humanity yeah. Um, and yeah. his divinity. Like, we know that. We know that Jesus is fully man and fully God. Yeah. It's very hard for us to talk about because we have no experience being fully God or even part right. God. Mm-hmm. Right. But it, it's true. But to, to say, you know, did, talking about Joseph, right? Because mm-hmm. um, did you kiss the head that wore the, would bear the thorns? Mm-hmm. And like, that is, you know, Jesus was a human baby. It's so physical. It's so physical. Mm-hmm. And I think that it honors Jesus because when we forget the the humanness of Christ mm-hmm. and the physicality of the nativity and then his you know life temptation baptism like all the things crucifixion yeah. resurrection yeah. i mean it's a it's such an integral part of the story and intentionally so mm-hmm. you know we're going to also talk about how jesus sympathizes with our weaknesses because he was tempted like we're yeah. tempted and he suffered that yep. he's a man of sorrows um but you know, also i, think, a man I was of gonna joy. say i think one of the things that's so profound that um about that is i think only in the last year or two have i really started to try to understand how he can sympathize because i think for yeah. so long he's big god and he's far off and i'm sort of like sympathize i've got this yeah it's like i've got quotes. this thing and it's i know it's annoying but it's really driving me crazy and i think um you know, as I've gotten older, even just reading through the Psalms and hearing David lament, mm-hmm. um, you realize like Jesus is not like, yeah, I get it. He's going, no, I, oh, I, no, I remember that. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. And, and, that's and you good. think about his intercession, mm-hmm. and it's such a more profound thing, mm-hmm. and it helps me not feel like I'm surprising him mm-hmm. yeah. when you think about his, his humanity. Is that he's like. And I don't, I don't think about that enough. I don't think like, no, he really, really knew this. This is not like, right? Not oh, just I know in it from theory. Like a creator vibe. Right. Like, oh yeah, I forgot that's in the programming. It's like, mm-hmm. no, no, I, I, I felt that. It's and not I, the general awareness. Yes, yes. Yeah, 
Yeah, there's that hymn that I love to quote, Come, come Ye Sinners, where the line mm-hmm. is, there's no place where earth's sorrows are more felt than up in heaven. Yeah. And it, I know that's not scripture, but I also, I think that's true. Yeah. Like, I think that it's true that it's more than, heaven is generally aware of our sorrows. Mm-hmm. And it's a, like, I think there's actually probably some truth to, like, no, heaven, while there is no pain, no, mm-hmm. like, while heaven is, is free of sorrow, mm-hmm. also, we... We are, were saved by a God man who, who did right, who who did live, who did suffer the ultimate suffering. Yeah, and who so does live? Who does live? Mm-hmm. That's a good girl, Amanda. Mm-hmm. Thank you. This little Jesus juke for you. Yeah, yeah it, it's true. And just what an intimacy that creates. Like if if our God is a God of relationship, which we know Him to be mm-hmm. from reading His Word, um, then that is an automatic, it feels like, um, relationship forger. Like when you meet someone who has a similar experience to you, um, and, and the relief that we feel when someone has, like, if we have like a really unique or uniquely hard, a lot of times I feel like if we have a uniquely hard experience in a certain area and then we meet someone who, who gets it, you just, there's an automatic connection. And, and so for us to know that like for God to be a God who would not just tell us how to love or tell us how to live, but to show us. Mm-hmm. Um, and that, I mean, that's what we're going to talk about for four you weeks. Know. And it gets to be so much more than just commiserating. It's not like I have yeah. somebody right, to right. commiserate with. I have somebody who is hope. Right. Well, one, one of my favorite quotes, and I don't actually know who said this, but someone told this me. to me. Yeah. <laughs> what are you, John, John Mayer? Sure was it? John, yeah. yeah. But, um, it, it goes, whenever we come together sharing our strengths, it breeds competition. Mm. But whenever we come together sharing our weaknesses, it breeds community. And I think to oh, your point yeah. about Jesus yep. and his relatability to our weaknesses, there's an immediate bond mm-hmm. around that mm-hmm. that I think is really profound, you know. Because mm-hmm. I, I think, you know, one of the tricks of Christendom is that we're not real great because I think it reminds us of our weaknesses, but yeah. we're not real great at really touting the... Um, the gentility and brokenness of Christ. Do you know what I mean? Like the things he yeah. went through. Right. Because um, it's not fun to talk about a God that got hurt. You know yeah. what I mean? But I think um, that to me is one of the superpowers is this, is, is yeah. it suddenly brings us into, again, this vulnerability that makes us so interconnected mm-hmm. uh, as opposed to somebody you drop your problems off and leave. You know yeah. what I mean? Kind of like, here's my little prayer. I'm the great and mighty God. Okay, we're going to. Yeah. Right. And that it didn't happen to him, but that he yeah. chose it. Yeah. That he laid his life down. No yeah. one took it. It's, it is. Um, I think it's frighteningly intimate to us. It is. You know, where yes. it's if you really want to. I mean, some of these scriptures, you know, I, I've i read them before, but every time we read ahead for the podcast, like the scriptures we're going to read um, and talk about this week, it's I'm intentionally slowly going through them because I'm thinking we're going to have a conversation about these, right? And I want to have a conversation. and But I am so struck. Mm-hmm. Like it's it's every single time there are handfuls of scripture that I feel like I'm reading for the first time yeah. mm-hmm. because I'm like, wait, have I never read that at face value before? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we're going to get to a couple of them where I was like, wait, really? Yeah. <laughs> Is that really true? Because mm-hmm. that's remarkable. Anyway, yes. So I realize that there. we're, what, like 20, 25 minutes into this episode, and it's, it's just now occurring to me that, like, hey, first episode in the Advent series. It is. 
Congratulations. Welcome. Thanks for being here, by the hey way. Guys. We'd like to introduce you to our guest, Dave Barnes. <laughs> yes, and he curtsies. It's lovely. Toss mm, your hair. You. Um, but what we haven't done yet, and I really do want to do um, in this episode, is give the quickest flyover of yep. like what is Advent and what is this series that, we're, that we've put together? What is the like Advent plan for this year? And like the, the briefest answer to that that still helps <laughs> is um, the Advent is a Latin word. And it means arrival or coming. And so Advent is a season on the church calendar that has been celebrated around the world and across centuries. It always starts Mm -hmm. four Sundays before Christmas. So this year it started uh, Sunday, November 29th, which was yesterday. Um, Today's the second day of Advent. And it is a season of time where we look to and anticipate the first arrival of Jesus, the baby in Bethlehem. And... It's a season because we need a season. We, we yeah. can't do this in a day in the same way. In Lent, we get, you know, a long season. But for Advent, we do get these four weeks on the church calendar where we slow everything down and we look at Scripture and ask it to tell us the story of why Jesus came. Yeah, and we wait for Him. And we wait for Him and... Mm-hmm. What we also know, this word Advent, it means arrival. Yes, there was an arrival of a baby, a human baby in Bethlehem, God baby. And that, that was a fulfillment of a whole lot of promise. Mm-hmm. And we have a second Advent that is coming. We have a second coming, a second arrival of that same Jesus. He promises, just like he promised he would come, and he did, he promises to come back. So we yeah. are human beings sitting here in 2020 between two advents. We're celebrating that Jesus came and we're anticipating and counting on, Mm -hmm. betting our lives on the fact that he is coming back. Yep. So that's what Advent is. And then Amanda, because I've already been talking for ever, will you- I love to hear you talk. Oh, listen. Thanks. Uh, Will you talk to us just briefly about, give us like the flyover for kind of the heart of the plan and what it'll be like. So what we- love to do with all of our reading plans is connect scripture. And so what we're doing daily in this Advent reading plan is that we are looking at the whole of scripture and we are answering the question, why did Jesus come? So for example, um, this week, you can fill in the blank, like Jesus Christ is born to. And I love this list. And here's this, just this week's list. Jesus Christ is born to bring light to a world in darkness, to do what Adam could not, to bless the nations, to fulfill the law, and to be our high priest. And we have four weeks of those life-changing realities Mm -hmm. that are realities because Jesus Christ is born. And so what we're going to do, and we'll start right now, we'll start looking at these days and these readings from Scripture. So Um, today's reading is to bring light to a world in darkness. And so we have Old and New Testament scripture that speak to this and that teach this. And so really, (laughs) the unofficial answer to this reading plan is it feels like a giant, like, daily praise hands of like, yes, this is why he came. Yes, this is why we have hope. This is who he is. It's so interesting to me that the answer to the question of why did Jesus come is so accurately multifaceted. Like, I think if somebody asked me, or Dave, if someone asked you, like, why why was Jesus born? Like, 
you could say he didn't come to be served, but to serve and to give his life as a ransom for many. Like, yeah. that would be an accurate Feels answer. Like, and fancy. And fa- <laughs> I was going to say. Well, a little flex. <laughs> yeah, I love no. that. Bible from, flex. from Book of Mark, whatever. Um, uh, but, like, what would you say? Like, if someone yeah. said, why was Jesus born? Like, actually, what would your answer be? Well, you know, it's so funny to your point about this study especially is it does feel like there's, like, a lot of not different answers, but it just gets more populated. It's, yeah. You know what I mean? Because of the... Full, like we're filling out yes. the fullness like of spectrum. the answer. You know, because it speaks so much to the Isaiah prophecies mm-hmm. and um, Old Testament prophecies. So so it's hard to even know what you'd say in this context. Right, right. in general, you'd say, hey, because he, he's going to save us from our sins and this save is his the world. propitiation and mm-hmm. whatever. But, you know, in this context, it's fascinating. It's like, well, actually, not just that. Yes. Yeah. He had to do what he's doing mm-hmm. in the way he did it as a human baby so he could, you know. So it's, and it, all the things that are part of the saving, like yeah. the bringing peace and the showing yeah. perfect love. Fulfilling the law. Like it, it's, there's... I'm swatting it, there's, yes. Is Sorry. there a bug or is it just No, general, I'm just getting oh, excited. An affectionary, she's, yeah. she's blowing the Holy Spirit towards you. I like it. <laughs> it. I just think that also scripture is so generous to yeah. really like meet us where we are and to all true things like, but like painting these pictures for us even. So like, yeah, they're like functions, but even like the bringing light to a world in darkness. Um, it's not something that like at she reads truth, we were like, let's make this up. Let's find scripture to prove this to us. Like scripture is so explicit about this metaphor, about this true thing that Jesus is. He's the light of the world. And mm-hmm. like, and we'll read that. Um, it's just beautiful to me that there are so many ways for us to understand who Jesus is and how, and why he came. Yeah. Yeah. Let's read some. Yeah. Okay. Um, Isaiah 9 is our reading for today, if you guys are listening on the day this releases. Um, but Isaiah 9 is um, a passage that is just so beautiful to me all up and down. Um, and it feels very, it's very Christmas. It's very, very Handel's it's Messiah. It's very classic Christmas. <laughs> Which I'll sing shortly. No, good. Rock, make no, Dave, Dave, were you not planning to? We, we, we rock, rock, paper, scissored. Oh, okay. I won. Let's do it. Um, or, that's great. I am a, a nerd, a dork, and I put in the margin just verbs, exclamation point. Because <laughs> listen to like how active this is. It's not a like, oh, one day this is yeah. like... Listen to, I'm just excited about this passage. Are you going to read it, Rachel? Well, here's, are you going to make Dave read well, it? Well, what I kind of want to do is we could read the whole passage, but I also kind of love the hopscotch of the day that we get to like see all these really true things and like get to like brush across the Bible and see all. It, it just paints such all a full picture. It, it, you get Lots to see of, all the light. Mm-hmm. So instead of reading the full passage, I kind of want to hopscotch a little bit and go, you know, from Isaiah 9, verse 2, it says, The people walking in darkness have seen a great light. A light has dawned on those living in the land of darkness, which we can talk about that. But then jumping to later in today's reading from Isaiah 60, it says, Arise, shine, for your light has come, and the glory of the Lord shines over you. For look. Darkness will cover the earth and total darkness the peoples, but the Lord will shine over you and his glory will appear over you. Nations will come to your light and kings to your shining brightness. And then John 1, we get it. It says the light shines in the darkness and yet the darkness did not overcome it. True light that gives light to everyone was coming into the world. Mm-hmm. We get Ephesians that says, for you were once darkness, but now you are light in the Lord. And then Revelation, Amanda, what does it say? 
The city does not need the sun or moon to shine on it because the glory of God illuminates it. Its lamp is the lamb. I'm just Come saying on. the hopscotch <laughs> of scripture is beautiful. Is that, yeah. a, is that a bad word to use? I'm mean, not I bad, but it kind No. It's but it's just, you can't make this up. Like scripture, yeah. anyway, I yeah. just, I get excited when I talk about scripture. And that's this a good, is the that's a good problem. That's a, it's a great problem to have. And listen to, I think if you circle back to Isaiah 9, listen to the effect of this light. So the people, starting in verse 2 again, the people walking in darkness have seen a great light. A light has dawned on those living in the land of darkness. You have enlarged the nation and increased its joy. The people have rejoiced before you as they rejoice at harvest time, as they rejoice when dividing the spoils. For you have shattered their oppressive yoke and the rod on their shoulders, the staff of their oppressor, just as you did on the day of Midian. For every trampling boot of battle and the bloodied garments of war will be burned as fuel for the fire. For a child will be born for us. A son will be given to us. And the government will be on his shoulders. Amen. I'm trying not to sing Handel's Messiah in my head right oh, now. No. He no. will be named <laughs> Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Eternal Father, Prince of Peace. The dominion will be vast and its prosperity will never end. He will reign on the throne of David and over his kingdom to establish and sustain it with justice and righteousness from now on and forever. The zeal of the Lord of armies will accomplish this. The you know what is crazy? I think that. like the, the older I get... I'm just going to keep my praise hands yeah, in the air. Yeah, just keep them up. Keep them up. You're going to lose circulation. <laughs> yeah, it's fine. Yeah. I'll be Aaron. Um, Aaron I'll be Moses. your Aaron. <laughs> I think... Yeah, I was going to say... That's exactly, um, I think the thing that has been really, you know, as a kid who grew up in the church and my dad, you know, it's a pastor and which I'm really thankful for. Um, but you just get used to hearing things. Yeah. And I think mm-hmm. I'm in a season of my life where I'm trying to read scripture contextually, like mm-hmm. understand a little more like, cause it just kind of has a new shine all of a sudden or a different color. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, totally. from you have a different so lens to, yeah, now different than lens. you used to have. But one thing that's so profound that I'm, I just wonder, like as people were reading this, you know, when they're like, oh, yeah, if you're trained, I get the boot, the battle, that's great. Bloody garments, a child will be born. It's like, I'm sorry. What oh, does that mean? Right. mean? A child right. will be born. Like metaphorically. Yeah. Is that like God's going to give us something? Or do you mean like a baby? Like, like soon? Yeah. And I think it's it's for as many times, you know, you that you think about Jesus being born, that had to be just like, wait, what? Yeah. <laughs> like, and even for Isaiah, he's like, okay, wait, what? Child, like, <laughs> Let me make sure I heard that right. What does that mean? <laughs> I'm going to say it, God, yeah, but yeah, like, I feel like that's what you want me to say. Yeah. So it's, it's you know, you, even just sitting there reading it, it pops out and you go, oh, wow. Like this had to be bizarre mm-hmm. for people to go, oh, that's, is that the plan? Yeah. Like, what does that mean? Right. Because why not if you're God and you want to manifest yourself to your people? I mean, just like I can think of like super grand entrances, oh, you know, yeah. which we've actually seen in scripture, you know, some that are similar and it's. But this was so quiet. Like what you just saying, like it's just, they're just, it, it's just them. But talk about being people between two advents. Like yes. we, 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 we stick our feet in the shoes of the people that Isaiah is talking to. And we're like, well, when? Like a baby. And when? Like we believe you um, or don't why? believe you. But like, but why? Like there's just so many questions, so many things left not clarified. And yet the promise was fulfilled in the way mm-hmm. that God had always intended to fulfill it. 
And so now we are in, like when we're, when the three of us here are reading the book of Revelation and it's saying the city doesn't need the sun and the moon and the Lord God, like the glory of God illuminates it and its lamp is the lamb. We're the people listening to that prophecy. Like it, we may not be the people that Isaiah was talking to, but we're the people reading this prophecy and going like, but when? And like, but, what does that really but mean? How? What does that actually look like? Yeah. And I love that we actually get to be between the two advents because we have one that happened, yeah. mm-hmm. just as he said. And and so we don't have to know, but we just know that he keeps his promises. And so like this hope that came to Bethlehem is the hope that's going to return and dwell among us. And we can bet our lives on it because it's going to happen. He is faithful. Hey friends, Rachel here. The She Reads Truth Black Friday sale keeps on going. Listen, if you haven't already, or if you already have and you want to go back, take 40% off of our Black Friday collection with code BLACKFRIDAY40. That's B-L-A-C-K-F-R-I-D-A-Y-4-0 for 40% off of everything in our Black Friday collection. And y'all, it is the biggest sale collection we have ever put together. It's got study books, He Reads Truth Legacy books, great stuff for kids, art prints, totes, journals, you know the drill. Go find out. Actually, finish listening to this episode and then go to shopshereadstruth.com and take advantage of all the good stuff in that sale. Hey friends, Amanda here. If you don't already know, our Advent 2020 reading plan began on Sunday. We are so excited to anticipate and remember why Jesus came as we approach Christmas Day. Every year, the She Reads Truth Advent Study Book includes delicious holiday recipes and festive crafts. This Advent season, we invite you to join Rachel and me every Tuesday in December for our first ever She Reads Truth Cooking and Craft Show. Guys, our first show comes out tomorrow, and you don't want to miss out on all the fun. So go to the She Reads Truth YouTube channel and subscribe. Oh, and it's not too late to pick up a She Reads Truth Advent 2020 digital study book. Head over to shopshereadstruth.com slash digital to get your copy so you can pick up the supplies that you need to make some Advent cheer along with us. Hey friends, Rachel again. I want to get back to today's episode, but before we do that, I want to take a minute to tell you about Food for the Hungry. Now, like I've said in past episodes, the Myers family has been personally bought into the mission of Food for the Hungry because we are excited to be a part of what God is doing through their efforts around the world. Y'all, when Food for the Hungry enters a community, they're listening for the immediate needs in the surrounding area. They partner with local churches and families, and they develop local leaders. And thousands of some of the most vulnerable communities are now living sustainably and thriving. Y'all, in addition to meeting their physical needs, it's amazing to know that all their work is being done with the message of the gospel. And now, Food for the Hungry has made it easier than ever for us to give back. So here's how it works. First, I want you to pick up your phone and text the word FOOD, that's F-O-O-D, to 484848. Nothing happens when you do that except that you get the information that you'll want to see how you can sign up to participate in this work. So go ahead and do that now so that you can learn more. After you sign up, every time you make a purchase, it will automatically be rounded up to the nearest dollar. 
That little bit of spare change combined with mine and Amanda's and everyone listening will be used to fund these efforts of Food for the Hungry, where they're actively serving in over 3,000 communities around the world. Now, you might be asking, can choosing to give my spare change really make a difference? I actually asked that too, and here's the wild thing that you may not know about Food for the Hungry. Listen, every single dollar that you give is multiplied 22 times over. That is 22 times. So they have these special matching grants that get unlocked as you decide to give on a consistent basis. It's amazing to see how such a simple thing, like rounding up our spare change, can help with such a complicated issue. So once again, if you haven't already done it, and if you want to stretch your giving dollars really far for Giving Tuesday, text the word FOOD, that's F-O-O-D, to 484848 to find out how you and all of our friends listening can give back through Food for the Hungry. Okay, now let's get back to the show. Here's what we know about God is that when we read something in his word and we're not exactly sure what that means, when we come to understand what it means, it's always even better than what we thought. Oh, yeah. You know, because if if we have a problem as believers, it is not making too much of God's promises. It's making too little of them. You know, it's like saying that, oh, well, Jeremiah 29, 11 means that everything's going to be fine. No, no. It means so much more than that. It's even better than that. You know, and it's... it. I, I think when I when I think about that track record that God has and that um, the way that he has shown himself to be faithful to a thousand generations, yeah. um, then I can look at this promise and go, okay, I don't get it, but I but I do get it. Like I get the I get the truth of it, even though I can't quite picture the reality of it. Yeah. Well, you know, I, I think too, some of the profundity of the Advent season to me is um we don't like to wait. I super in don't. In 2020 of this uh, AD Mm-mm. of this world, uh, that waiting is not, it's just not, it, it's a, it's not a good thing. People, I, I, I mean, think about how many times you hear waiting in a good context. Right. It's always, you got to wait, just wait a minute. It's going to take this long to get your car ready. Wait a minute. The kids are going to wait, you know, mm-hmm. and I think there's a real wonderful slowing down at the end of a year. Mm-hmm. When you have to sit and go, no, God is in the waiting. God purposefully yeah. proposes waiting into our lives, not just with his arrival, mm-hmm. his, you know, between the next arrival, but God purposes waiting. Like that doesn't yeah. mean he's gone. Yeah. Right, it just right. means like, you know, I think so much about James one and, you know, what it develops in us to wait and yes. to persevere. And I think that's just a word I can't hear enough in my life. I can't yeah. hear enough that Hey, it's okay. You have to wait. Yeah. It's okay mm-hmm. that you're not getting the thing you want now, or the right. thing that you know. And I think um, it's such a wonderful way to end a year yeah. to, to wait again, to yeah. sit and slow everything down. All yeah. the momentum is just cranking to yeah. hit this thing where you're like, no, like this is not just good for me to remember that we waited for him to be born, but that I got to wait for a lot of things that right. he's gonna or may may or may not bring. But it's okay, right? You know, God's still in that thing. God's still a part of that. And the kindness that he's put reminders all around us in creation. Mm. I mean, if you just look at nature, it's all about waiting. Yeah. And 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 it doesn't mean like the waiting is never um, a true pause as far as the Lord is concerned. Like the Lord is working, mm. but we don't like what we can't see. <laughs> yeah. You know, and, and yeah, and the uncertainty. 
And in the waiting, like when we talk about like, oh, second arrival, like Jesus is going to come and dwell with us. To be clear, it's not that he came and he left and he's going to come back, but he gave us the Holy Spirit as a down payment. Like in Mm -hmm. this waiting, we are not alone. In fact, we know that we don't look to eternity, that eternity has already begun. Like if we are in Christ, eternity has already started, like we're in it now. Mm -hmm. And, And so this waiting is not one that is done alone. Yeah. And and that's the that's just the beauty of of getting to walk with the Lord. Yeah, because right now we are not in the place where where Jesus is the light, and we don't need the sun or moon. Like yeah. we are still in a world with plenty of darkness, especially during daylight savings time. Yeah, let's may may it rest in peace um, <laughs> and come back quickly, please. <laughs> or get canceled. I don't know what we need exactly. I, well, we no, need this. Okay. I don't want it to be dark in Nashville at four p.m. Although sidebar, now this is I thought it's a about great this time for day. sparklers. Now let me tell you though, <laughs> it late like we just were out west and we were right on the timeline. Oh yeah yeah break. yeah. The seven thirty sun rising is not fun. Oh. That's what we forget about. Now I'm okay. we can digress quickly, but I'm just saying everybody's like well, this too. I'm like no no, okay. but you know what we get is like you wake up and the sun's up and your body goes hey let's get up and get going. What is not fun yeah. is when to it's seven fifteen and you're like it is pitch black outside. Yeah. I am not moving. Like, if you guys want to get up with kids trying to convince them it's time to get up and go, I mean, I don't. Really, that's kind of Ryan's job. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk quickly about husbandry roles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, um, oh, yeah, that's But great. I was reminded of that. I was like, That's oh, yeah, actually that's day three. Let's keep yeah. going. <laughs> husbandry roles. <laughs> it's Wait, true. is that okay. not one of the themes? Are you saying that daylight, daylight savings time is a kindness to our neighbors to the West? Thank you. Okay. Oh, did you uh, just guys, wink I'm, at them? I'm a global thinker. Um. <laughs> okay, okay. Speaking of global thinking, um, day three. Yeah. Okay, so one of the reasons that Jesus came is to do what Adam could not do. And I used to hear this, because it's not a new idea, I used to hear this and think, oh, that's a clever one. But actually, Scripture's so, so, so clear about this yep. that I thought this was something that we made up. Not she reads truth, but like, Christendom. Like I thought it was like, well, you know, he's the second Adam, but no, actually scripture says he's the second Adam. Uses those words. Yeah. (laughs) So wow. Bible. (laughs) Way to go. Yeah. Um, Yeah. So, I mean, I think many of us know we have a joke that we always, we always go back to the garden on this podcast and it's just true because it's the source of so much um, of everything actually. And so we have Genesis three, the fall and all of the like, did God really say that? Mm -hmm. And what's, what's striking to me about this day is that we have Genesis three where the serpent is tempting Eve and Adam. And then you have that juxtaposed with Matthew four, the temptation of Jesus. Mm -hmm. And I was looking at how handled very differently, (laughs) very differently. And also how, you know, I don't, assuming we have the full record here, um, the serpent said, did God really say you can't eat from that tree? And she says, yeah, we can eat from the other ones, but not from this one because God, God said it. Yeah, he did say that. No, and then the serpent just has to argue one time. No, he didn't. And then she said, well, she looked at it again and yeah, it was desirable. So I'm just going to go ahead and do that. But then you look at Matthew 4 and Jesus mm. and Satan are just like back and forth and not just like, he didn't just say like, oh, did God really, like, did God really say that? Is kind of, and no, he didn't. That's kind of a weak argument. I mean, it feels like I'm arguing with my kids. Like, really? Nuh-uh. You know, I mean, that's essentially what we um, as humanity gave into where Jesus, you know, the devil's like, you can have all of this yeah. and I will give, improve yourself and, and all food, of this. You're hungry. Right. Like, right. Let me meet your physical, your immediate need. Yeah. yeah. And he gets shut down. 
And shut down with scripture. Yeah, I mean, listen, Jesus knew his Bible. He did. You know, Adam's like in heaven. He's like, uh, we didn't have scripture. We yet. didn't so have a Bible. Back off. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All your judgment. Okay. So speaking of that, one of my questions when I was we were looking at this reading plan is that we um, have to do what Adam could not, which I would have said, oh, Adam couldn't keep the law perfectly. Mm-hmm. We can't keep the law perfectly. But then in a couple, a couple days later this, in this week, we're going to read that G- Jesus Christ is born to fulfill the law. And so I was like, wait, how are those different? Because yeah. I feel like they are the same. And so... Um, are they I, different? Are they the same? Well, did we make a mistake? We did. <laughs> it's everything's fine. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, this, is, this is why we follow scripture's lead. Yeah. Because yeah, no, no, no. otherwise yeah, yeah. we for sure, and sometimes we still do. Um, so, yeah. So here, here's, after looking into this more and talking with um, our editorial director and just kind of digging in together. So Adam didn't have the law. And I just, yeah. of course he didn't. Because I've read the Bible and I know that God gives the law. And you memorized to Moses. the song about the books of the Bible. <laughs> I mean, I haven't actually never memorized that's, that song. That's, that's the next song I'm doing. I okay, think. I'm but, excited. Yeah, okay, we'll, we'll tee you up for it in a second. I Excellent. need it. Yeah. Um, and so he didn't have the law, but he, he did have instructions. Mm-hmm. He did. Yes. He had God's instruction. And he had a commission yeah. of what he was to do, of what they were to do. He was to, as God's image bearer, he was to spread that beyond Eden, right? Mm-hmm. It says, go forth and multiply. So mm-hmm. we don't actually have that in the reading, but it's in Genesis one twenty eight um, that Adam and Eve were to fill the earth with the image of God mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. they were image bearers. And he says to go forth and multiply and to rule um, over the earth. And so that that wasn't enough. And so like it's, but the things that Adam couldn't do on at face value here, I mean, it is, we definitely are going to build on that with to fulfill the law, but he, um, he couldn't resist temptation. So we have that story recorded. Um, and to me, I just think what Adam could not do, what we cannot do on our own is trust the Lord. Like that's what he couldn't do. Couldn't trust yeah. that it was enough. Okay. So we have Romans five in today's reading. And Dave, I'd love to tee you up to read some for us, would you? <laughs> oh, he's got his reading face on. That's <laughs> me, exciting. Me, 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 me. <clears throat> so here's the thing. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tee you up. We have from Romans 5, verse 12, it says, Therefore, just as sin entered the world through one man, and death through sin, in this way death spread to all people because all sinned. So again, we didn't make this up. Scripture's pretty explicit about I feel like I need a whiteboard when I read this. I know, this passage. I know. But even like just just a little bit later it says that, that he is a type of the coming one. And then Dave, if you'll read for us kind of verse 18 through the end of that passage, yep. it's so cool. Yep. So then, as through one trespass there is condemnation for everyone, so also through the one righteous act there is justification leading to life for everyone. For just as through one man's disobedience the many were made sinners, so also through one man's obedience the many will be made righteous. The law came along to multiply the trespass, but where sin multiplied, grace multiplied even more, so that just as sin reigned in death, so also grace will reign through righteousness, resulting in eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. I mean, thanks be to God. Yeah. I just love, don't you love those moments? I mean, that's to me where like Paul's the OG, but he's like, I'm just going to lay it out. Because some of you are going to be asking me questions. And let me just tell you what a gift to Uh the world that he would be like, this is kind of 
I'm going to be really clear about yeah, yeah. this. Now, he is also the OG of run-on sentences. That's true. What a, man, what a guy. My man likes some commas. <laughs> yeah, what a guy. Um, but I agree. Like, what a gift that he just laid it out and explained it in a way that felt so clear. Yeah. And speaking of the word gift, that was actually one of my notes on this day, is if you back up to, like, verses 15 and then again in 16, um, it's Jesus is referred to as the gift and, like, this salvation as the gift. So... Um, in verse 15, but the gift is not like the trespass. For if by oh, one yeah. man's trespass the many died, how much more have the grace of God and the gift which comes through the grace of the one man, Jesus Christ, overflowed to the many. Yeah. And the gift is not like the one man's sin. It just keeps referring to it as the gift. And I thought, wow. I hadn't noticed this is, that. This is the God we serve, that our sin and our failure is met with a gift yeah. of grace. Yeah. It's like, oh man, you really botched this yeah. and messed this up. Um, actually, I planned for this <laughs> and here's this gift that's even better. Well, you know, th- there's a, oh man, I wish I remember the name of the book, um, Ortland, um, Meek and Lowly or something. Do y'all know this we'll book? We'll put it in show notes. Okay. You know, but Th- anyway. That seems like enough of a search term. Yeah. I'm excited. It, we just <laughs> read good, this in our hunt. Bible study through church in our community group. And basically, his it's one of the most profound books I've read, truthfully. But one of the things that he really hammers home is that mercy is God's first disposition. Like, literally, like... That's great. And so when you read this, I think it, it was a game changer for a lot of us in this community group because I think you're so used to a lot of things that you sort of tag on to God and that are true, but you sort of flex a little more when you look at it right. to, to fit your whatever. He's mm-hmm. mostly this. He's mostly this. Mm-hmm. But when you read this, and this is, he just hammers this. I mean, it is like, it's a short little book, but he so scripturally proves and, and makes a point that like mercy is literally the first thing you get and it's for a long time the first thing you get and there is judgment there's you know there's there's things in there but really that's what you encounter the most and what god sees himself as first which is profound yeah when you know it talks about um elijah on the mountain you know just like god's iteration of himself is not you know he's like i am merciful and kind, you know, that's what, you know, that's how, if somebody asks you like, what do you like, you know, that's what God says. So I think to, to see that he calls it the gift only makes more sense in that context, you know, that that God is not going like, well, clean up again, you know, (laughs) right? but to go, no, this is what I do. This is natural outflowing of who I am. Yeah. And this is, this is why I love Advent. Like I, I'm so glad that on November 30th, like we're having these conversations mm-hmm. and I, I don't want to wrap this without, so Dave, you brought another song. Dave, did you bring another I'm song? I'm a song bringer. You're a song bringer. Okay. Talk to us about this song. I have a question about both of these songs actually, yeah. because you are a songwriter um, and you, like that is your first trade, right? Mm-hmm. Like you, because you perform, but you also write a lot of songs that other people mm-hmm. perform. So wait, correct? Instagram characters are not your first trade. <laughs> I mean, they could or be. Are they? Or are they? <laughs> or am I shifting into a new season of life? <laughs> oh, I love Losing Susie my mind so slowly. much. Susie, is that her name? Yeah, anyway, Susie. love her. Okay, so my question is this. How, put us in like the mind of a songwriter for a moment, because when you, what you're doing, we just talked about how the song, um, When Love Was Born, 
it really highlights the humanity and the physicality and the reality of the situation of Jesus' birth. Mm. Um, and Mary and Joseph, this song that you're about to sing does too. The same, yeah. Yeah, and so like there's a there's a um, imagination. Like what what I want to talk about, and we probably don't have time to talk about, is like the concept of the Christian imagination mm. and how you as a person who you believe God's word is true, mm. yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, and so like and but you are also using your imagination to kind of fill in some blanks of the story. And so like that feels a little tenuous. Like how do you carry that? Like what, how does that happen? It's such an appropriate question for this song. Oh my God, you're so good. We didn't even Um, plan that. No, you know, so this song, Mary and Joseph was funny because I I wanted to write something that was sort of in this vibe that was like a little guitar thing I could do by myself and had like a little music theme and, you know. uh, You wrote it for this podcast? uh, Well, (laughs) years ago. I have a, I'm a soothsayer. Wow. Uh, I'm a seer. Um, but, um, you say that that's very well enunciated. I think one thing I'm so fascinated with just globally with scripture is the reality of it is this idea, like I spoke to contextually, but really realizing that this stuff, if you believe it, you believe that it happened. This isn't, you know, like pontificating on a theme. No, no, no. And so I think for me, scripture is the most profound when I put it in the context of its reality. Yeah. So when I was writing the song, I thought, I wonder what it would have been like if Jesus had been born 2,000 years later. Mm. Like, what would that have looked like? Like, you know, and so it's kind of fun to sort of think a little bit about like, mm-hmm. you know, just what that would have felt like, yeah. sort of, and, and mainly, again, to your point, just to just to kind of shock you awake. Like, yeah. wait, why did you say that word? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Oh, that's interesting. Like, oh, yeah, that's... And, you I know. told Amanda yesterday that it was like, um, this song specifically, it's like putting fingernails on the people and putting dirt under their fingernails. And she said, don't say that. That's disgusting. <laughs> and yet, here we are. <laughs> and Thanks I said for it taking anyway. my advice, Rachel. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But it makes them real. Like, yeah. I think that, like, there's... They're, they're, because they, they are. You know what? Fingerprints. Yeah. They have fingerprints. Yeah, yeah. They're real. That That's my hope. I think, you know, again, I think one of the hardest things about anything that's faith related and trying to sort of write about it is you know, it's just been around for so long. And yeah. so it's hard to know how, how do you talk about something that hadn't been said before, which is just songs in general. And but like I think, you said about familiarity. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. And so I think some of the fun that you can have, I mean, that's the thing that was so profound to me about hearing Mary, did you know the first time, which is a big inspiration for when love was born is take mm-hmm. the other perspective. But oh, you right. know, yeah. there's, there's some lines in that song that you're just like, I've never thought about that. Mm-hmm, like, right. it's just profound, but but it's still true. Mm-hmm. And it's a little variation on a theme that's okay to take some liberty with because it doesn't do anything that's, you know, like against the grain. Mm-hmm. But it's just fun to kind of get out of your head for a second and go like, oh, yeah, that would be, how did Mary feel about that? Mm-hmm, right. You know? Sometimes we get appropriately so wrapped up in the divinity of Jesus that we sometimes need to take a minute and remember yeah. the humanity. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 For sure. But yeah, I mean, so that's that's kind of where this song came from, was just this idea of like, wouldn't it be fun to sort of think about what's, the, what's an easy access point to people who may have heard this thing, and all of a sudden they're like, oh, that, you're using a couple words here and there that feel like mm-hmm. make me want to listen a little more. So, well, like, how do, you, how do you know she was the... Yeah, like, yeah, 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 exactly. Or whatever. Exactly. And it's like, wait, wait. But the yeah, point yeah. is, yeah, it's, and it's, and maybe it's in as much just for me to shock me out of yeah. you know to our point yeah. about Advent to sort of re 
purpose and and think differently and a little more purposefully about mm-hmm. something that I've already thought about a lot, mm-hmm. or maybe I think I have, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> maybe not, maybe not as much as I want. But so this is that song. This is a song called Mary and Joseph. Which fun fact. Tim McGraw has recorded. Tim. For those who may hear mine and go. And I'll tell you a really quick funny story, sidebar. Years ago, probably a decade ago, when I wrote this song, I had a friend that worked with him. was like, hey, Tim is looking for Christmas songs. And I just recorded my first album, which was called uh, Very Merry Christmas. And so I sent him all the originals I wrote, all five, like sent them to her. She was like, no. And I was like, okay, here's the next one. She's like, no. And I was like... Okay, the third one. Hurt feelings, no. but okay. And I didn't send this song because I was like, it's too weird. Like, this is like that weird, weird, weird song. Like, it's me and a guitar. It's sort of like an old folk song kind of vibe. And so she's like, listen, these aren't the right fit. Is there anything else you have? And I was like, oh, I got this other one. And literally emailed it five minutes. So she's like, cool, he's going to record it tomorrow. I was like, wow. Boy, music is a funny thing, isn't it? <laughs> I was like, there's right. just no way. But when you think, really... Just when you think you know Tim. Yeah, well, uh, sweet Tim. Timmy, <laughs> Timmy uh, Mac Mac. Mac Mac Magoo. Um, I don't call him any of those things. Uh, at least to his face. But yeah, so this is, this is a song called Mary and Joseph. Mary was the first of three Long black hair and sugar sweet Daddy's eyes and mama's crooked smile yeah. She was barely 17 Kept a job keeping dishes clean Planned to stay in the city for a while yeah. For a while Joseph ran a lumber yard About a mile from Olive Park Why boy, he never had much to say It was love right from the start He bought a ring and won Mary's heart Had hopes for a home and kids someday Kids someday Scared her half to death She would have screamed But she lost her breath On a midnight there In the middle of me He said, oh Mary, don't be afraid You bear a son That the Lord has made Name him Jesus He'll save the day
The story's too long to tell But he walked on water and lived through hell Died on a cross, rose from the grave We got a king, they got a son Mary and Joseph were the only ones There on that very first Christmas day There on that very first Christmas day supposed to pick which one we like better you don't okay are we, are we supposed because equal. i can't These equal you bring them in both yeah. i do i'm so glad we did those together that oh, was yeah. awesome thanks i do like that this is the perfect opportunity to remind us all in a gentle loving way that Mary and Joseph were the only ones there. Yeah. So take your nativity scenes and put put the magi, put the wise men, just yeah. a respectable distance. Across the room. A respectable distance from the manger. You're just teaching, yeah. teaching theology. Yeah. That's right. Teaching Bible accuracy. You know, it's funny. I mean, to, to your point, it's, it's like writing these songs is tricky. Yeah. Yeah, it is. You re- like, I mean, it was, you would have thought I was like a teaching, a, I had like Bible and There's commentaries. There's a lot that like, you okay, think is it? true okay. or you think you know. Yeah. And it turns out you can't actually find proof for it in scripture. No, no, no. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Dave, this has been fun. Thanks. Thank you for Thank opening. y'all for having me on. Wait, yeah. I want to ask like a Christmassy yeah. question. Ask me. Oh, ask okay. Me. We had so many good questions to ask, but we'll ask just one. Okay. Best Christmas gift that you either gave or received. Oh wow. Um, uh, you know, one of my favorites. My one of the one of the ones that sticks out the most. I got a drum set when I was young, which was kind of like the beginning of my musical thing. But Annie, and this wasn't a gift, but it was in the season, and it's still one of my favorite memories of all time. We had two kids so far. Uh, we have three, and and Annie laid out. She didn't know how to tell me that she was pregnant. Oh, and so she laid out five stockings. Oh, <laughs> oh, that's, oh that's darling. Good. And it was she played it perfectly because I was like, "Well, there's too many." She was like, "No," and I was like, <gasps> "Oh my god!" <laughs> so that's was, such a good yeah. treat. Isn't that great? Oh yeah. So that's that's a that's good a job, Annie. Good job, Annie. We're big Annie fans. Yeah. Wait, when can Annie come? She no, sounds listen, like a star. She'd listen. bring the heat. Yeah, she would, and I like her. She'd tell You'd the be truth. Like, I'm never having Dave. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm glad we got this one. Yeah, yeah, yeah get it over with. Yeah, right. got this one done. Well, Dave, you're a hero. Thank you for coming <laughs> and hanging out with us. <laughs> I'll take that. I'll take you. Yeah. Uh, hey, friends listening, we uh, we are so glad that you are standing, seated, walking, wherever you are with us, joining us right now for the Advent season as we kick it off. Um, this is going to be a really special month. Um, and I am looking forward not only to the podcast episodes that we have to come later this month. We have some really fun guests. We've got Natalie Grant and Bernie Herms coming. Oh, no uh, we've got the, the Holcomb couple that we just the adore. The Holcomb couple. It's their new band name. <laughs> the yeah. Holcomb couple. couple. Yeah. Um, it's going to be a really sweet podcast series. Dave, you're awesome to kick it off for us. Um, but also this Advent season, we are releasing a brand new thing every Tuesday in December. Um, if you don't know about it yet, the first episode releases tomorrow. The not-so-official She Reads Truth 
craft and cooking show. Ooh. I'm really nervous. That's right. On YouTube. You can find that, by the way, by going to shereadstruth.com slash watch um, or YouTube. You can search for She Reads Truth. But listen, guys, this is so fun. Uh, Rachel and Amanda get to the kitchen and cook the recipes and make the crafts from the Advent book. Raise your hand if you're not very crafty or chef. Wait, you are the epitome of. I was trying to be humble. Don't do (laughs) that. I'm actually really. You don't wear humility well, my dear. (laughs) She first just said, "Raise your hand," and so I just (laughs) obeyed. I didn't wait for the end. Simon says. Amanda says. I don't know. It's going to be really fun. Um, It's going. I'm. I'm part of these videos to make everyone feel welcome. Yeah. Because um, if yeah, I yeah, can g- do give this, a really gentle low floor first. We got a entry. low bar. We we make some recipes and some go great, some go okay. So, like it's fun. And those are those are some of my favorite yeah. moments. Yeah. Is the sort of like uh, ventures into baking. Some weird smells come around. <laughs> yes, mid episode. Yes. So it's really it's gonna be great or not. But either way, um, the first it's episode be- releases tomorrow. December 1st. And so join us for that. And this is your pop quiz because we're really, we're videoing this. So if mm. you don't know, and you, you probably don't, Dave, yeah. at the end of every episode, yeah. we tell our listeners to join us next week. Yeah. But until then, what do we tell them? To keep on reading that Bible. That's so good. What a good guess. It's keep opening your Bibles. Am I the closest? That was the closest. That Very was good. so good. A lot of well, things. usually we pre- we prep our guests, but why would we do that for you? I don't I know. know. Yeah, that would, that would have been too kind. <laughs> just Hey, I'm just reading the room. Hey, reading you room. did it. Good job. So, and again, we'll say, Dave, until next week, what do we tell them? Oh, shoot. How did y'all say it? <laughs> keep opening. Keep opening. Your Bibles. Your Bible. That's and right. listening to Dave's music. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was exactly right. Oh, and speaking first, of Dave's music. The first before the <laughs> You're releasing Go Tell It oh, On The yeah. Mountain. No, I've got, yeah. So if you're, if you're needing more Christmas music, we do. I have two songs that are coming out. One comes out in November. I think we all out. need more Christmas music. So came out in November out because November, of time yeah. travel. Yeah, time travel. <laughs> <laughs> time travel. Um, called You To Me. And then I do a really fun little funky version of uh, Go Tell It On The Mountain, which will come out in a couple of weeks, December 11th. I'm be excited about okay, that. Okay, and you always do a Christmas show. Yeah. What's and we're doing happen? yes, thanks for bringing that. But we're doing a live stream on the 11th, so it's which is fun. so lucky for everyone who doesn't live in Nashville the that they actually get to yeah, come this year. This this season and a bummer for, me is, for those of us who do live in Nashville yeah, no, and want to go to the show. Yeah. It is sad because I think this is going to be the 10th year of doing the oh, show yeah. in Nashville. But anyway, it's fun because um, now those who um, are far away are bringing bo- close. They're yeah, bringing, yeah, yeah. What a good scripture and out of context and heretical. But where do they find it? So it'll be like if you go to my site or any of my say socials, we'll be. Your site. Oh, yeah, Dave Barnes Music. Oh, no, DaveBarnes.com. <laughs> Hello. I've been doing this for only 20 years, so, <laughs> so I should have new, this well rehearsed. Um, okay. Open your Bible. The, um, <laughs> we'll link it in the show notes. Yeah, it's fun. So yeah. please do check it out. It, it uh-huh. is fun because, you know, the, the, the shows have turned into a regional tour, which is fun, but I don't really get out of the Southeast. Yeah. So it's fun for friends who are. Yeah. Scattered amongst. And you'll sing Christmas songs. Oh, yeah. And be generally Dave. Yeah. <laughs> Which I think should be a so- name <laughs> of a tour. Be the name of my book. Yeah, generally <laughs> Dave. <laughs> oh, wait, he's going to need a minute. <laughs> oh, that really got it's me. It's like always Annie. What yeah, life is Annie like Dale's. when you think you're funnier than you are. That would be the Which subtitle yeah, yeah. of the... Uh, We've got it. If You know, we're shopping publishers. Yeah, that's good. That's great. Just call me. And I, think, I think that Rachel just became your literary I, agent. I'm like, what's <laughs> going uh, And now we're really going to wrap the episode. And Dave, yes. until next time, what do we tell them? Open up those Bibles. Open up those Bibles.